Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom. Shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this, my friends, we're rolling it back a couple of days. This is a wasted Wednesday, man. Getting up in here because we got some plans. Shannon, I'm excited. We're going to go see Ant-Man, right? Yes. Thursday night. That's going to be good times, bro. Yes, sir. What do you Absolutely. think? Absolutely. Can I sneak in a flask? Can I do that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, maybe not, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway. You're not kidding. We know this. <laughs> no, 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 I'm probably not kidding. But anyway, obviously, we have to get to the Super Bowl and all the spectacle that it was. And uh, I, I still want some hot chocolate after that halftime show, man. I just feel like there was a lot of marshmallows running around. That, it was absolutely bananas <laughs> to me. That was, uh, And the first song I thought about was actually this. <laughs> I was ready for some Oompa Loompa music, man. That was crazy. <laughs> that and like watching this stuff on Rewind where they're like those platforms. My God, man. Good on the people that don't have a fear of heights. That was uh, visually it was very interesting. Was it my favorite halftime show ever? No. Was it Was it good? It was good. Uh, but visually, it was really neat with the platforms and, and just all the being up in the air. But there were definitely some moments where you're looking at those platforms and you're like, those things are shaking, bro. <laughs> those, things are, those things are moving. And then I watched some clips where they had one of the dancers look like they were about to fall off the thing. I was like, man, whew, that is, that's hardcore. So, hell of a pregnancy announcement, by the way. Well done, Rihanna. <laughs> Anywho, our discussion is really not centered about the Super Bowl halftime show or Oompa Loompas. <laughs> Speaking of Oompa Loompas, <laughs> hey Matt, how's the uh, how was Valentine's Day for you? No, just kidding. <laughs> oh wow! Fuck you! <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh, everybody have a good Valentine's Day. <laughs> Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> All right. Woo. Oh, let's go. Uh, <laughs> what, hey. what was the meme I sent, we sent the other day? There's 27 what? bones in the hand and 28 <laughs> if you're lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Woo. Anyway, all right. All right. We started out with a little chitter chatter. You already heard the Twitter Terminator, man. Oh, Lordy. So, bro. How you doing, man? Are you excited about your second ta- second stab at the uh, Philly offensive coordinator here as a head coach? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, he, he coached Herbert his rookie season, and he got hurts up to speed. So uh, I'm going to be really excited when they trade up to get the number one pick. You think that's going to be? I, they have to. They have to. Confident that that's, that's, that's the target. They, they have to. They mm. can't let Houston get the person they want. They can't let anybody else get above them. They need to trade with Chicago, do what it need, do what needs to be done, get the number one pick, and let the coach pick who he wants to be his guy. All right. It better be C.J. Stroud. Stroud, Stroud or Bryce Young. I, I don't want Levis. He's a turnover machine. I love him. Good kid, but mm. it's got to be Stroud or Bryce Young. Mm. Mm. You can't judge him on this past mm-hmm. season. Good luck Look with at the, the year before. Good luck with that, sir. So we, I'm sure we will revisit the forthcoming NFL draft drama. Uh, and there's always, as always, there's plenty of speculation and rumors. And, and there's, there's, there's chatter that the Bears might, you know, trade Justin Fields. And who knows? I would 
be moderately surprised if they did that, but it would be very aggressive. You know, it would be. You don't always have the number one pick, and if they happen to love one of the young quarterbacks, it's one way to go. So we'll see. And our alma mater, Justin, hit a buzzer beater tonight to win on the road. Oh, yeah? VCU beat Rhode Island on the road at the buzzer. I was going to say, if it was a buzzer beater, were they playing Tennessee? God bless. <laughs> Tennessee would, lo- would have lost it. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Talk did, about tough luck, man. Yeah, there was one other kind of crazy game. Was it like Portland State or something? Oh my gosh, where, where, that was insane. Where they hit like what looked like a buzzer beater, then the refs put like four tenths or something back on the clock, and they lobbed it all the way down, and some dude caught it and like threw it back. So there was like a buzzer beater, and they're like, "Nah, there's a little extra time left," and, and four the- tenths of a second, and there's a second buzzer beater, or really, I guess since the first one wasn't. But that was nuts. But yeah, man, it's, go ahead. I was gonna say that's like the the NBA Finals from back in the day when mm-hmm. Tim Duncan hit the shot and then mm-hmm. uh, Derek Fisher hit the buzzer beater and then Shaq goes one great shot deserves another. There you go. That's I mean, that, that sounds like how we used to start recording podcasts. That, I, I was gonna say that's sports for approved right there. Yeah, no, that's factual. That's <laughs> fact. <laughs> that's factual, man. Oh my god. Anyway, all right. Good times, good times. Round two with the Philly OC. Good luck, sir. Good luck, sir. Anyway, look, I know uh, Christian McCaffrey was hoping nobody would win that game, Randy. I'm sorry to report to him that somebody (laughs) had to win that game. And indeed, it was the Kansas City Chiefs. So, anyway, welcome to the show, bro. Oh, giggity, Giles. What's up, man? Yeah, not a whole lot. I'm I'm not going to lie. There was was that part of me that was, as, as the game went on, it was. I got to the point where I was more or less hoping Philly was going to lose and anything else. So it's like in a strange kind of way, I found myself kind of pulling for Kansas City, even yeah. though I absolutely despise the team. Well, yeah, you still had some, you know, Margaritaville oh, yeah. salt on that one, which is understandable. A little bit. Uh, given all the interviews, anytime they talk to anybody, any 49er, they just seemed so bitter. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame them, honestly. They were so mad. But what's funny is just seeing, like, with Ayuk and Samuel, mm-hmm. their comments ended up ringing true in the end that Kansas City would eventually expose that defense, and they did. Yeah, well, in the second half, they for sure did. Ain't no doubt about that, man. They well, did. that team is the master of making adjustments. Let's be honest there. Yeah, well, they they certainly they did a, an incredible job in the second half, and we'll we'll circle back and we'll explore that a little bit more, but... Uh, yeah, that, that was, you know, I enjoyed the Super Bowl. It was very compelling. It was very dramatic, had some moments, but you can definitely point to some areas where Philly just, you know, whether you want to say they got exposed or they blew the, whatever, man. I mean, they just, they had some struggle bus moments in the second half and the Chiefs did a hell of a job, particularly coming off of, you know, and look, anybody watching that game when Mahomes got his ankle rolled again and he's over there writhing in pain, you're like, this is not good. <laughs> this is not good, man. So kudos to that guy. I don't know what they shot him up with. He looked oh, like, dude, you know what happened? He looked. He looked like he was still feeling good on that party bus during the parade, man. He's about to fall off that damn thing, chugging that beer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mister Miyagi was in that locker room. Come on now. Patrick's mm, mm. on. <laughs> wax on, wax Patrick's off. On. <laughs> Anyway, all right. 
And a, a surprise edition tonight. That's right. The Fantasy Failhorn showing up. Unbelievable. How you doing tonight, bro? Yeah, so Hey, once in a while I get a wild hair up my ass, you know, yeah. you know. Well, I'm glad you can emerge from your, you know, dark hole, <laughs> dark room. Yes. <laughs> and show up. So that's good. Yes. Yeah. By the way, it, it, you know, I, I was joking around with, uh, with you the other night. I'm like, is this is this like his hint that he's going to be a raider? That that's what he wants? You know what I mean? Because that's dark the, hole. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's the black hole, right? I mean, you know. So I kind of chuckled, and I don't know. Everybody keeps talking about the Jets and the Raiders. It'd be funny if he was somewhere completely, you know, different. But uh, if he ends up in the AFC, God bless him. And the AFC is is just grotesquely stacked. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, just I don't. Th- I don't think they're going to – I mean, Thompson was like, we're not going to trade him anywhere in the NFC. I think um, Gutekinds might be a little more willing to do an NFC team if it's the right deal. Well, it's, it's not, it's, it's the not right like deal. there's anybody in the division, so it's going no. to be out of division. And, look, it, we went through all this crap with Favre, and it's like if you believe in the next guy, move to the next guy. You know, just move on. So I mean, everybody was saying the Jets, but you're starting to see a lot more people say the um, Raiders. Yeah, well, again, I mean, Devontae's there. He's made jokes about, you know, the neighborhood and all that. So we'll see. There's plenty of offseason to get to. I hope he is. Excuse me. I hope he is back. I kind of agree with Brady. Like, it would be sad if he retired at this point. I think he still has game in him. You know, I mean, you're breaking in a lot of new wide receivers this year. Had right. the thumb injury. And sometimes a fresh start can be very, it can just be reinvigorating. So, and, and I don't know what I don't know what his window is, but I'd like to believe that if his mind is right, barring his body breaking down, that he's got two to three good years in him. Uh, certainly two. After that, it's a, it's a matter of choice because at some point he just might want to go do other things. I mean, he certainly made plenty of money, so it's not a matter of that. I still struggle thinking that he's going to be happy in that New York media environment, but that's me. Um, the Raiders would probably a little that I don't know that might be a little bit more conducive to his shenanigans than New York because you know New York would love him until the game started or he had salty commentary or whatever, and then they'd start mm-hmm. piling on. But they'd sell a lot of jerseys, so I guess there's that. But anywho, all right, let's shift gears because we're uh, there's going to be plenty of time to talk about Aaron Rodgers. And the salty 49ers. No, I'm just kidding. And all the shenanigans with the Colts. And who knows what kind of BS is going to happen with Washington. Still waiting for the moment that that team is sold. I'm still dreaming that that's going to be real. And I'm hoping that's not one of those. Are you Susan, dreaming a dream? Yeah, I'm hoping that's not a Susan Boyle moment. <laughs> that I'm dreaming a dream that Dan Snyder is going to finally be freaking gone. Um, you know, one day. It will happen one day. I just hope it's soon. <laughs> I really do, man. One yeah. shining moment, right? Yeah, I'd like to send Dan Snyder on the highway to hell. That's what he sent the <laughs> fan base through. Jeez. Or you could go, what was it, Mariah Carey, One Sweet Day. Yeah, we'll well, play that one. But. Yeah, well, again, we'll see. We'll see. But get there. Get there. Whatever you got to do, just get him out. Get him out. Get it sold. Get him, get him gone. No more Dan Snyder, all right? None. No short Dan man. I thought you were going to go ludicrous. Oh, we can go ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can. That's true. Should. All right, there you go. 
move, bitch. Get out the way. That's right. Get out the way, Dan. You already, I mean, this next year is probably going to be a waste anyway because you're going to have a lame duck. If it does get, you know, if the team does get sold, you probably got a lame duck head coach. You know what I mean? It's like this next year is probably going to be weird anyway. But believe me, if you think if you think Patrick Mahomes was was lit up, I think he was still feeling those painkillers. But even on that party bus, if you if you think that parade was lit, let Dan Snyder sell the team. I still think I still think Washington should have a parade when Dan Snyder goes away. Just send him off in a helicopter. <laughs> Just get him out of there. Just send him off. You know, goodbye. People would be partying pretty hard, man. That would be yeah that'd be great i would i would i would be so stoked all right look man we had a we had a super bowl party here and it was fun and the super bowl was a lot of fun it was a good time super enjoyed it and it was a very compelling game but look you think back to the lead up to it and number one i i don't know that the chiefs really get to play the disrespect card as heavily as they as as they've been working it and it looks like they're going to be the favorites for a lot of people going in the next year. Were there questions about Kansas City? Of course there were. Losing Tyreek was was a big deal, you know. And they did it. You have to you have to admit they did a commendable job uh, bringing in these young guys, um, doing the trades. Obviously Tony worked out. Uh, Sky Moore had his had, had his moments. Uh, Pacheco obviously. Uh, and I love that descriptor that somebody had talking about Pacheco saying he looks like he yeah, he runs like he's stabbed like he's stabbing the ground. That that's a hard runner, man. I tell you what, <laughs> woo, that yeah. guy that guy runs hard. So that he, he was fun to watch. But I, you know the disrespect card is kind of funny to me, and uh, they definitely worked that angle. So I don't you know I I don't know that I agree with that per se, but. There was a lot of money on the Eagles. There was a lot of sentiment on Philadelphia. And, you know, from a kind of looking at the Super Bowl big picture, there's definitely some things that I loved about the game, that I really enjoyed about the game. I would imagine all of us did. And there's some things I really didn't like about the game. And that, you know, for as great as it was, and it was dramatic as hell, um, and there were some wonderfully big plays in that and, and just dramatic moments. But there are some things that just, uh, you just end up being a little dissatisfied with parts of it. And that's unfortunate because to me it detracts from what the Chiefs really did in the second half to take advantage of Philadelphia. And some of that is is details and coaching and adjustments and play calling and timing and all kinds of things, Right. I don't understand, for the life of me, why that field was that crappy. You got years to get that that surface ready. And they're out there at moments looking like they're on a damn slip and slide. Right? And it's it's everybody. I mean, Travis Kelsey slipped after his touchdown. Pacheco slipped when he was getting ready to do his celebration after his touchdown late. You know, you had Lyman slipping. I mean, it, that that was really pitiful. That's I mean, an embarrassment. It, it is an embarrassment. And, you know, the, this is another one of these things where it's just like, how do you how do you not get that? How do you not have the feel right? You know, and you can say, well, you know, it's it's on the, you know, equipment guys and this thing and la, la, la. And the Eagles ended up changing cleats, which they clearly needed to do. But look, man, we spent a lot of time talking about what with Philadelphia. Their lines. Right? Well, 
do you think that field helped the defense? <laughs> I would nope. say I would say it's pretty clear it did not. Okay, it doesn't help him get off the ball. You know, oh. I mean, it, you know, they didn't sack Mahomes at all. Nope. Right? Nothing. They were third all time. Third all time in sacks. They're just, they just trailed the mid '80s Bears. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I mean, they were rocking zero sacks shirts at the victory parade, man. Turf monster, man. He had a turf monster. So I, I, I'm disappointed that the field was that much of an issue. I don't know how much that ultimately affects the the final outcome of the game. I mean, it affects both teams clearly, but that was a very high scoring Super Bowl, which is fun. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and there were a lot of clutch plays in that Super Bowl. Uh, both quarterbacks obviously had big moments, and Jalen Hurts was productive as hell. I mean, obviously the fumble is the is in the context of the game, that fumble is was super costly. You knew it was going to be an issue when it happened, but by the time you get to the end of the game, you look at that fumble and you're like, "Well, there you go," uh, with that scoop and score. But it's just disappointing to see the players, you know, slipping, sliding out there. I mean, that's pitiful. I mean, you want to slip and slide at your house, not on the football. You want to slip and slide on Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey now. <laughs> hey. Swing better, 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 better. Swing. Um, but not not like that. In the Super Bowl? Come on, man. I mean, that's that was a real big disappointment. And I think that hurts the – it certainly hurt, to me, the quality of the game. Now, I know a lot of people didn't spend a ton of time. And, I mean, in the middle of it, we were like, why are these people sliding around? You know, <clears throat> and then the, to me, the more you get separation from it and you kind of think back and you look at it, and you think about it and you hear people talk about it and you watch highlights and you watch film and you watch these people falling. It, it, it bothers me. It bothers me. And I'm not saying that's rigged one way or the other, but it does have an adverse impact on the players. And they all obviously came out and they complained about it. I mean, the Chiefs are going to complain less because they won the Super Bowl. And uh, I, I think the Eagles largely took a high road on a lot of stuff after the fact, and and good for them. Uh, I mean, Bradbury said he held them. I mean, you know what I mean. I, I think they did a pretty good job of of saying we own it. These these mistakes, our issues, a lot of the blah. But the the field, the field is one of those variables that to me the league just has to get right. And I, I'm just so I'm I, even now I'm just disappointed at how much the footing was an issue, and. You can't tell me that that didn't adversely impact the defenses and maybe set some of those issues up. The other thing that really disappoints me, and and I'm not the only one, clearly there's been a ton of chatter and everything about just the hold that really ends up stealing the win. It's not why the Chiefs won. We understand that, but it really seals, it effectively seals the win for the Chiefs. Oh, and yeah. it deprived us, and well, I say us as viewers, but it really guaranteed that the Eagles had virtually no time on the clock to do anything. And you can say, well, they should have stopped them early. You're right, and you're right. And technically, was it a hold? The answer is yes. So, And Bradbury said as much. So, you know, it's one of those things that in the context of the game, it really felt like they were letting them play. Um, and there was there were more egregious incidents in in that game, and Bradbury was involved in other ones 
where they didn't throw the flag. And I think what people forget is that helps you set the tone for a game. You know, and if you're going to call it loose early and call it loose in the middle, but then call it tight in a critical moment late, it was third and eight. When that play was done, it was a little over a minute 50 left on the clock. But that call, that hold call, technically correct, essentially seals the win for the Chiefs. And I think one of the reasons I'm so disappointed is that it felt like it it stole a moment, right? And it's not that the Chiefs didn't earn the win. I mean, they owned the second half. They did. But fundamentally, that call in that moment bothers me because it the Eagles, if they had held into a field goal, they have the opportunity, certainly, to go down the field and force overtime and maybe even score a touchdown. Who knows? And maybe there's enough clock for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to do something ridiculously dramatic at the end. I think part of the reason why it bothers me so much is not only that it, it didn't feel like it lined up with how the game had been called, right? It also feels like that stole a moment from the players and the teams and from the viewers. And so it's it's just – and I know that's layered, and it's not like the refs need to give two craps about people watching it per se, but – there's a certain degree of dissatisfaction in that. And for people that already feel like things are rigged or the refs inject themselves unnecessarily in the moments, you certainly look at that and you go, why? Why make that call in that moment? And again, people are going to say, well, technically it's correct. And you're right. It is. Technically it is correct. But it doesn't feel in step with the tone of how that game had been called um, particularly when that player had been involved in other moments and it had not been called. That was the first defensive pass interference called in the game. Oh On God. third and eight, sub two minutes left. That's tough. It was a holding call. Yeah, excuse me. Defensive hold. I mean, it's just, it's gross. Accurate, technically, technically accurate. It just, I don't know. I, I felt like we got cheated out of just – that Super Bowl was was so compelling and so good and so dramatic. I just I, I don't know. I feel like we got robbed of a moment, and maybe that sounds silly, but um, you know you just think about all the blowback and all the reaction and all the all the stuff. For as great as Mahomes was in moments, I mean that twenty six yard run late was incredibly clutch to come back from the injury. Incredibly clutch. Uh, what do they have? One incompletion in the second half? I mean, ridiculous. Yep. You know, for all the great that was in that game, that hold, that field, and that hold, right, are just negatives to me. And it's it's disappointing. I thought the game deserved more and the game deserved better in that moment. And that's my opinion. I know not, not everybody shares it. And if you're a Chiefs fan, you're probably like, whatever, dude, we got the dub. That's fine. You can feel that way. But, you know, it, it's people are salty. I think it's justifiable in the extent that it felt like the refs injected themselves into that situation again. Uh, the field was disappointing. And for people that are betters, there was a lot of money on Philly. There was a lot. <laughs> there was a ton. So, you know, make of that what you will. But... 
I walk away from the Super Bowl enjoying it for the most part. I think it was one of the best ones we've seen in the long overall. I, I think it was very dramatic, very compelling. Uh, had some great moments, uh, but I don't. I don't know. Uh, I, I think that it's just it's marred by a crap field, and I'm just disappointed. Not necessarily in the ultimate outcome of, um, of the game. I, I would argue that in all likelihood the Chiefs win the game either way. You don't know that for sure, but it feels like they were going to. Uh, so I don't know that we got cheated of the ultimate outcome of the game, but we definitely, you know, it just, it was an anticlimactic ending, you know? It, yeah, it was a nickel dimer. It, it, it was ta- it was ticky tacky. It, it, it just, I don't know, that call it, felt it, like it didn't live up to the rest of the game. And I It, it hate felt that. like the officials took, took the power out of the players' hands, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yep. the, the teams were going blow for blow, and then the officials said, oh, yeah, let us inject ourselves. Yeah, I mean, they, they should have injected themselves on Valentine's Day. That was what they were supposed to do. Not the end of the game. Yeah. Just saying. So, I don't know. So this I, has I, been, go ahead. This has been a problem all season. It has. It has. Oh, 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 oh. Just remember, Roger Goodell said that, you know. Is it, oh, this is the, the best officiating. We, the, yeah. The refs have never the, been better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you, Randy. <laughs> so, look, and I'll tell you, you know, they missed a, a, a helmet-to-helmet hit on the Slim Reaper earlier in the game. They didn't call that. They spent what felt like forever evaluating and slow-mo replaying that Smith catch. And I, I personally think it was a catch. Uh, it was a catch. But it got it got overturned. They spent an inordinate amount of time on the Goddard catch, which I'm glad that one stood. I believe that was a catch. And this has nothing – it's not like I'm like, man, you know, really pro-Eagles here. Uh, I, I just think there's a point with the replay, and, I, you know, the expedite we, – we've questioned how they use the expedited replay, justifiably so, because it, it's so weird when they elect to use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but – you know, the ground, just because a ball moves when somebody hits the ground doesn't make that not a catch, right? It doesn't. Right. If if you maintain, if you make, if your hands are on that, right, and you maintain control, I mean, the ball can move. Oh. You, <laughs> yeah. The ball can move, right? And it's still, it's still a catch. The ball, I mean, it, how many players can catch a ball, fall to the ground, and the ball, and that ball not move at all? Right? Yeah. Is that is that a is is that a realistic evaluation of that? I would say it's not. It's not. It's not. It's ridiculous. You said balls. Damn right. Thank you, sir. We did. So I don't know. I mean, it, it, they spent a lot of time overturning that Smith catch. <laughs> it's been yes. a lot. It's been a lot of time. If if it takes you four or five minutes, was it clear and obvious? <laughs> Right, no. doesn't doesn't feel very clear and obvious to me. Mm-mm. You know, clear and obvious was Peyton Manning teabagging that chick in the. I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> no, that's pretty. <laughs> Too soon. You said, Damn balls. That's pretty clear and obvious. <laughs> or uh, you know, Roethlisberger and Tahoe. Whoa. Oh. Oh man. Come on, man. Hey, where are the white women at? Slay roll. Slay roll there. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, this is one of those things, man. We can talk about the moments of the game and how great it was that they both opened up with touchdown drives, which I th- I thought I heard uh, somebody say that was the first time that had happened since, was it the Broncos and the Packers? 
Yeah. I mean, you're going way back. So oh, yeah. that's nice. unusual. I mean, we got the doink. That was pretty crazy. And look, I can't help but wonder if that 42-yard field goal doink was in part because of the field. Right? May have been because, I mean, he was on the far hash mark and he still pulled it to the left. Yeah. Mm. It's just a point of curiosity. And uh, when did when did that when did the Philly kicker almost wipe out? Oh, on the kickoff. On the kickoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, in the way he came down on his ankle, you. I mean, as a kicker, that's never a good sign. No. No. Not no. quite. So it, it. You know, it, there's moments in the game, and again, super compelling, very dramatic, and I, I enjoyed the game. I was running around a lot here, but I enjoyed the game. But there's things I. I definitely walk away and I'm bothered by it. I don't know how much all of these things individual, individually we can argue about them. I don't know that it changes the ultimate outcome. But to me, it, it takes too much priority in the story of what the game was and should live up to. And th- that bothers me. You know, that bothers me. What were we going to say, Matt? Um, I've got a good friend of mine who's a lifelong Chiefs fan, mm-hmm. and he flat out told me, "Great win, but there's a bit of a cloud over it because of that." Because the, not a, just a you mean everything, cloud. or because, because of the hold, or everything else? The hold, the hold. Because that's a minute and forty-eight left. They kick a field goal. You got a minute. Mm, they get the ball back probably around one forty with two timeouts. Well, that, I think they had one timeout though. But either way, you figure um, what <laughs> I'd have to one forty-eight. I might have to look back at the box score, but to, to beat, they'd have time, right? One timeout, no timeouts, whatever. If they get the ball back with a minute forty-ish, right? And maybe they have a timeout-ish. You're telling me there's a chance? Oh God, yes, there's a chance. Because they had just gone, they had just done what seventy-five yards, seventy-five yards and a two-point conversion and a two-point conversion. Yeah. Yeah. So, AJ Brown, Slim Reaper out there. Yeah. Yeah. I know people like to. Yeah. Goddard. Goddard. Sideline catching. Yeah. Goddard, man. Well, that was fun listening to uh, some of y'all. We were having conversations about some of these catches, and I was like, I think it's a catch. And some of y'all were like, that's not a catch. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty funny. So, I think the catch, I think the one we were talking about earlier, (laughs) all of us said it was a catch except for Randy. You mean Goddard? No, it was Smith. Smith. Yeah. It was Smith. Mm. Goddard, I didn't think it was just because the the angle we had, uh, the ball just looked like he was moving, even though it was technically it was a helmet catch. I mean, that's that's another helmet catch where he just had it pinned against his helmet. And when I saw the different angle, I went, oh, well, it's not moving. So, yeah, that's catch. Yeah. Uh, Again, like replay is great on some level, but it, it's it's a different vibe. If you slow it down to just these, you know, super slow-mo, you can pick things apart. You can. And, and you know that's what they do. And sometimes you're right to do that. But other times, if something is called a certain way on the field and you don't have clear and obvious or, you know, you, you look at it and you go, oh, yeah, hey, it's something that that's definitely not right, you know. If you have to sit there and parse it, <clears throat> excuse me, parse it out and go frame by frame and take four or five minutes to make a decision, you probably ought to let that call stand. <laughs> probably. 
you know, maybe, maybe. So I, I didn't love those moments, but so it's not like, I mean, look, <laughs> there's a part of me that takes great satisfaction. In the Eagles taking it in the chin. I'm not going to lie. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I grew up with Washington and it's not like I'm like, you know, fly Eagles, fly, go Eagles. Woo. You know, it's not that. <laughs> and there's a part of me that chuckles because they've, they lost the MLS championship. They lost the world series. They now lose the super bowl. Like in a span of a couple of months, that's, that's pretty rough stuff from a sports standpoint, dude. That's a bad stretch, isn't it? I mean, it's great you got there, but it is kind of funny to take it in the chin on that level in three championship games or series. That's rough. So there's a part of me that chuckles a little bit, but I, I don't like that. I just don't like that ultimate. I, I don't know. I just, I just walk away from the game feeling a little dissatisfied. And I... It just stinks because what the Chiefs did was incredible. What Mahomes did was incredible. It, it really was. It was. And it that's really was. that should really be the focal point of the story. And, I mean, quite honestly, what Jalen Hurts did was fantastic too. But, again, I don't know how much the field sucking bags of ass impacted the defense. Because, you know, you listen to players talk about it, it hurts the defense more than the offense. Because of reaction times and because of line pressure and them jumping on it, it's just, it bothers me. But on that stage, both of those kids balled out. They did. I mean, Hurts and Mahomes, you know, their numbers are different, but they were both incredible. They were both incredible. And I, I will say that Hurts fumble, man, you got to remember the Eagles, that was a third and one. Dude. That was a third and one. And the Eagles, they've been, they've been killing people on these third and fourth and shorts, mm-hmm. right, with that quarterback sneak scrum thing they do. And I, know, I know some people are asking for that to get banned. I don't know if it needs to get banned. I think you got to learn how to stop it. You just got to learn how to You either got to just got to get a line that can stop them. Yeah, and, that, and that's all there is. Most people it. can't leg press what Jalen Hurts – I mean, Jalen Hurts can probably leg press the 600 line. 600 pounds, yeah. bro. <laughs> that's ridiculous. So He's – yeah, he's the real deal. Kudos to that guy for having that kind of leg strength, man. The tree, only other person I know trunks. that has that leg strength is Randy. Yeah. Well, and most offensive linemen could probably do that too. Let's be let's put yeah. that out there. <laughs> but that was a tough sequence, man. They had a third and one. They get they get dinged for a false start, and then it's third and six. That's the fumble when he's trying to switch hands. Great play, great play by by Bolton scooping that up, running that back in. You know. And technically, the only sack of the game, because they counted that as a sack. Huh. Well, the line of scrimmage, and yeah. there you go. There it is. Whoop! There it is. Whoop! There it is. So, mean. all right, I, I spent a lot of time talking, and we can talk about more particulars of the game and some moments. And th- there's some fun factoids and interesting things about it. But you, ca- you clearly you know where I stand, right? I enjoyed the game, compelling, dramatic, good for the Chiefs, um, incredible second half, but there's just a part of me that's just unsatisfied with it, and I I hate that feeling, right? Because I don't think the Chiefs deserve that, but I think that's what we get from the ending, the field, and from the actual ending to the game. Now, they may not care. They got the dub. Whatever. And that was smart. McKinnon going down was smart. Bleeding the clock out was smart. Yep. You know, some people are going to argue about that. It was smart. 
it was brilliant for all the people that that made fun of Andy Reid for not being able to win the big one or not doing this or not doing that. Well, you know, those players in that team were well prepared, and again, they executed in in very specific scenarios, particularly in that second half. Those two plays where they sent Tony in motion, baiting the Eagles into trying to you know hand you know uh, what do they call it bumping them off. Handing people off, handing off responsibility for coverage, the way they timed that to have Tony go into motion, and then snap it all. He, I mean, he he basically goes and ends up with nobody on him. And it's not that they not only got snookered by that once, twice. After Tony, who who scores the touchdown, pops off a monster sixty-five yard punt return, longest punt return in Super Bowl history, by the way. Right, you have a a similar move. It's not the same play. But a similar move by Sky Moore on third and goal, and yet again, he's uncovered. Walks into the end zone. The Eagles blew that coverage twice. Twice. It's one thing to get fooled once. How do you, once, how do you let them you. suck your defense again? Fool me twice, shame on me. Right? Well, and you got to give... You know, actually, Tony, you got to give Tony credit because he faked the dude oh out before God. the ball even yes, snapped. Yes, he did. He did. They, they, they timed that play beautifully to sucker the Eagles defense. And I I don't know how much of that might have. They just they figured out they had a read. They, they, they had something. They had something that they clearly that they saw and they took advantage of not once but twice. And... I'm sitting here bitching about the field and bitching about the hold, but the Chiefs scored on what every possession they had in the second half. Yes, yes. you know, I mean, the Eagles were up 24 to 14. You had a 10 point lead, y'all. Come on, your that defense, a- your defense blew that game, and some of that is you're giving a lot of credit to the Chiefs for their second half game plan. Brilliant adjustments, and they deserve. Lot, I mean, Patrick Mahomes des- deserves the gloss for being tough as hell. I know he got shut up with painkillers or whatever he ingested, right? I get that. But that dude was hurting. <laughs> that dude was hurting. Yeah, he was. You know, they were about ready to play some Pulp Fiction, break out the Gimp music for that dude, limping <laughs> off at the end of the first half, man. Uh, so that's tough. That's willpower. That's determination. Again, I know he was shot up with whatever to help manage the pain, but that was a hell of a job. The adjustments, hell of a job. Those plays worked them. And it they snookered them not once but twice. And that probably helped set up that Bradbury call at the end anyway. So you, you have to give the Chiefs credit. And again, I would say arguably they're winning that game either way, right? But you can't guarantee that. You can't guarantee that. We didn't get the we didn't get the opportunity at the end for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles to tie or force overtime or maybe win or whatever. Because let me tell you what, if they had gotten down late in that game and it was third and short and or fourth and short to get in the end zone, you were seeing that scrum again, dude. <laughs> and when they did that earlier in that game, dude, if I'm the Eagles, you know, I'm bringing in ten offensive linemen. Dude. Or, or five offensive linemen and ten defensive linemen is saying, when, try. Yeah, on that touchdown that tied the game up at 
well, obviously, that's, we're including the two-point two conversion. But on that score, they got contact. They There was contact on Hurts. They hit him before he crossed the goal line. Didn't matter. He got it anyway. But you go back to that two-point conversion. When Hurts took off, man, he broke through the contact again. That dude, he deserves the appreciation that he's gotten for this game and his development and progression as a quarterback, as a football player. Um, I love how well he handled a lot of that. Um, I thought he he had a strong post game with how he hit, fielded questions. If if you if you're not a believer in Jalen Hurts, I don't know what else that dude needs to do for you to, you know, get behind him. But the Eagles fans should at least feel pretty good that they have. Mm-hmm. You know, particularly after the disaster and the fragile ego of Carson Wentz, oh you have a locker room leader. Yes, you do. You know what I mean? And that's super important. Yeah, he's going to get paid a ton of money, and they're going to have to play this game that Kansas City is playing, where you know where some, some of your cap allocation is, and you just have to draft well and build around them. You're going to have to. That's going to shift. And maybe there's a smidge of, of like, crap, we didn't get it done because it's going to be hard to have a team this deep again. With Once you pay Jalen Hurts, it's a lot harder. And they're going to have to pay Jalen Hurts. Yes, they will. Now, I will say this for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. When they signed Mahomes at the price they did for 10 years, if you're looking at the prices now, it was a damn bargain. Didn't feel it well. That, it didn't feel like it at the time. Not on the, not on the front end. Like It's hard to be like, Half a bill, that's a great deal, right? But, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, what, his cap hits, what, 30-something at Every- this point, which is, like, for him? Yeah. Feels like a bargain. You, you have to keep drafting well. True. And they certainly did that this year. And, and, look, I think most people, you know, you can hate on Philadelphia all, all you want. They generally do a good job of roster management and, you know what I mean, managing the cap. And and drafting, they're not a bunch of scrubs. Yeah, you know that, that's as deep and great great um, a team put together as I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Howard Roseman's really good. Roseman did a hell of a job. Yeah, he did. Did a hell of a job. So and, uh, I was going to say I didn't realize this was a thing. Going back to that when Hurt scored that touchdown and then got the two point conversion, I didn't realize that was an octopus. I'd never heard that before. Huh. Because he scored the touchdown. And the two-point conversion. That's an octopus. Makes sense. I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about some octopus? People are all excited about the octopus, right? And there you go. You you scored the six and the two. You got an octopus. So, Shannon, you got me interested real quick. So, I pulled up the cap numbers. So, most quarterbacks, if they get paid, they're going to make around 50 next year. Mm-hmm. Or right around that realm. Mm-hmm. So... 23, his cap number 49. 24, his cap number is 44. Mm-hmm. 25, 46. 20, um, 26, 41. Uh, jumps up to 59 and 27. 44 and 28. 44 and 29. 50 and 30. And 52 and 31. Oh my bargain. God. It's a bargain. It certainly will be. I mean, it, here's the thing. They'll be able to move money around and extend him or do whatever. And I would certainly hope that – and he's got a lot of career – he's 27. He's 20. He's got a lot of career left in front of him. 
And with the you know endorsement money he's going to get, he can be like Gronk and he oh. can just pocket the NFL money and just live off the endorsement money. Well, I mean, you know, and that's that's the that's the good thing about it. Like, you know, a lot of these guys are worried about what they're getting paid, and you know, Patrick Mahomes, does, Mahomes doesn't have to worry. No, no. I, I mean, oh, you they, know, State Farm has paid him well. Oh yes, they have yeah. absolutely. He's, I mean. Forget about all those bath bombs in that State Farm commercial. He, can, he I mean, that dude can Scrooge McDuck this thing. You know what I'm saying? Patrick mm. Mahomes is going to be able to just dive into money, like piles of money if he wants. <laughs> but uh, the so. most important number, and a lot of people are like trying to do these comparisons early, but let's just remember, it's seven, it's, seven it's, to two. It's, it's too early. It's, it's, too, it's soon. too early. Way too soon. It's too early. It's, but it, it's too it's too early. You can't. You can't. But you, you can't. You you can't. But you can't. I, mean, I mean, not to not to not to wish anything ill on him. But you know what happens if he has one of those types of injuries that just completely changes how he well, plays. Well, that it, that's a different factor. It, but, but, but I'm saying it's like one of those right. things where you can now his trajectory. Yes, you can say he's on the right path to what everybody's alluding to. But also, let's take into account the, the era that we're in, that how off, how the NFL game has changed and evolved and how now things are very pass-happy versus back when, you know, say, you know, like Jim Kelly and Joe Montana and Dan Marino, it was very run-heavy first and very, right. you know, very defense-heavy, very run-heavy. You know, we're talking about these Hall of Fame quarterbacks some, you know, with Montana still being considered one of the greatest of all time, you have Brady coming in that era that is that hybrid where it's in between into the past happy era. And now you have Mahomes in this era where it seems to be the rise of the dual threat quarterback, where they can run and they can throw and just make plays with their legs. Whereas a lot of these quarterbacks weren't really known for that. No, it's a different era. It, here's the thing, man. Montana's legacy is safe. It it took something incredible for people to even move beyond discussing Montana as the GOAT, right? Because right. generally speaking, most people, it felt like for certainly the majority of our lifetimes, if you're talking about the greatest quarterback ever, it was Joe Montana. Now, you could, make, you could talk about people statistically or their arm or how far they could throw or this thing or that thing. And it's a team. And look, man, bro, we understand it's a team sport and football. That's a lot of team, man. That's a lot of. Te- and there's a lot of great players that never got a ring. There's a lot of great quarterbacks that never got a ring. Dan Marino. He's Dan Marino. Here's, here's looking at your isotoner gloves, bro. Jim Kelly. You know. Yeah. Th- there's a lot of wonderful players that didn't get a ring, and they were denied by great teams or maybe the limitations of their own team. Okay, and. One of the things when we're talking about Mahomes, we understand. And people say, well, if he retired right now, he'd be a – yep, he would be. He's got two rings. He went to five consecutive AFC championship games. He's double Super Bowl MVP. Um, he's been the NFL MVP. Yes, he would be a first ballot Hall of – if if for some reason something happened and his career ended tomorrow, he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. You're right. He would be. Okay. And his trajectory, we know what he's accomplished, absolutely. We know what they're capable of, absolutely. But here's the thing. We're at the point now, he just has to go do it. 
Because the only thing we're arguing is the potential for him to do it. Okay? Well, look, man, New England had a couple of lean years and periods of time mixed in there. Yes, they did. You know, and for everybody thought they were going to have the perfect season, and Eli Manning and the Giants took that one away. Right? And they got him another time, too. So, you you just don't know. There, there are going to be years where there's a random team that just gets it done. There are going to be years. Think about how stacked the AFC is going to be. Yeah. Right? You have Josh Allen in the Bills. You got Joe Burrow in the Bengals. You have a, an up-and-coming Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. You've got what people believe is a great quarterback in Justin Herbert. It's the Chargers, though, and Chargers going to charge her. You have the the Russell Wilson reclamation project in Denver <laughs> with Sean Payton. You know, you and if, if Aaron Rodgers ends up it, with, with the Raiders, right? I mean, the AFC is going to be – that's going to be tough to get through, period. And yeah. I, the, the NFC at the moment, the NFC doesn't feel anywhere near as deep. Anywhere, and they're not. You've got San Francisco, you got Philadelphia, and beyond those two teams, who are you that? Everybody else. Who are you that confident in with the NFC? Dallas. F O H. I mean, with Brady <laughs> retiring, exactly. The draft uh, Brady, who? <laughs> with Brady retiring, uh, the fact of Rodgers potentially ending up elsewhere. Uh, he's he's probably you know obviously the uh, the shit show that is Kyler Murray now for Arizona. Oh, Arizona's a dumb. Don't even they they're not. No, in, but, in, but you in, know what I'm talking, I'm talking about, like the young court the disaster. quarterback the quarterbacks. Arizona's in a disaster. Yeah, yeah. There's you really you really don't know what you no. have. Even with the no. 49ers, yes, Purdy played extremely well for a seventh round rookie. In Shanahan's offense, he know he clearly was the type of quarterback that could run that offense well. But we don't know what's going to happen with the surgery. We don't, and we, how well he's going to ref- we don't. Know, come back from but that. But we know the quality of the team. So yeah. for them, it's Purdy getting surgery, and hopefully he recovers and is what he was, except more seasoned, or Trey Lance develops. But we know the caliber of the team. And so they will solve the quarterback scenario one way or the other. Although, really, with them, they need to whatever voodoo magic they need to do to keep that quarterback room healthier. They they need to do. Bro, I'm yes. telling you, I don't know what spirits they pissed off along the way. We had we had one season where Garoppolo stayed healthy and played every single damn game, and we went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And the mm. Chiefs got you in that one. Yeah, <laughs> and that was a double. That was another double. Patrick Mahomes has two double-digit comebacks in the Super Bowl. That's crazy, by the way. That's crazy. You, I mean, you guys realize that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, fun fact: the the Chiefs' time of possession in that game twenty four minutes and thirteen seconds. And remember, they only had the ball for like eight minutes in the first half. That is the second lowest ever in a Super Bowl win. Only behind, and this team will make sense. The nineteen ninety nine Rams. Yep. 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 Greatest show on turf. Greatest show I will say, turf. considering how fast they scored, uh-huh. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially so, at last touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Eagles, by the way, one and three in the Super Bowls. Sorry, Eagles. <laughs> Fail, Eagles. Fail. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, they are the ninth team to lose three Super Bowls. 
in my notes i just said Aww. yeah in my notes i said couldn't happen to a better fan base so it's kind of dirty pool but that was a comment that was really meant for me to say on the podcast and meant for all of y'all <laughs> how of a womp year womp. i know womp 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 so mm-hmm mm-hmm and correct well, me sucker and duck and tash <laughs> wait wait <laughs> Hold up, Justin. We, we've got a phone call from don't, the grave. Apparently, Alex Trebek wants to chime in. As, on what? Which? What is Alex Trebek? What is what does Trebek want to? Yeah, but who? who he has a comment on the Eagles. On the Fuck Eagles? Em. Oh, okay. Fuck them. There you go. Oh, jeez, Alex. Damn. Fuck them. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. That's also what uh. You know when when Todd came ambling into the party. By the way, man, I thought it was great. Somebody's ringing the doorbell. You know how many people ring the doorbell when they come over my house? And nobody. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Nobody that knows us, right? Rolls up and rings the damn doorbell. Right? And this lurch ass motherfuckers out there ringing the doorbell at my house. And hey, what the hell? <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Well, the bad thing about I was, it, I was like, the first thing. Who was thing... ringing the doorbell? <laughs> who was ringing the doorbell, man? It's not like Justin's tall enough in terms of Todd to be able to. You rang. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> rang. <laughs> bad thing about it, what? The first thing out of his mouth was, I'm here for my reach around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 and I'm he, like, he was like, "Where's Shannon?" <laughs> I'm here for my reach around. I'm I'm like, here, oh, what the hell? I'm here for my reach around. Wow. Where's, <laughs> where's the tag team? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he was so funny. Oh, uh, Todd, Todd, man, it, it was what a great surprise, by the way. That was a wonderful awesome. surprise. It was great to see you. Thank you for bringing beers. And the, uh, what did he have? Some kind of buffalo chicken dip. Oh, it was great. He had cake. He had food. He had himself, uh, which is what he needed because Shannon wasn't here to give him the reach around. So he, he, <laughs> he got fooled by the 2B commercial. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I was on the. I, I was on, yeah. I love all the views. A love, lot of people did, it, bro. Well, no, it was, it was funny because I'm sitting there and all of a sudden, you know, the, the, the thing starts changing. He's like, are you doing that? And I'm like, dude, it's the commercial. Yeah. Well, that, you know, I got a couple of plasma TVs and they're long in a tooth, but I don't want to get rid of them because I think plasma is still, to me, they're not 4K, right? They're, they're too old for, I have a 4K TV in my office, but the plasmas, they're, they're a little long in a tooth, but I, I love plasmas for video games and sports because there's like no ghosting and you know, blacks look black, whites look white. So the color, the just, I just like plasmas for sports and video games. And uh, so they, they are not smart TVs, right? I've got Apple TVs. I've got the, I've got the box. My TVs are not smart TVs. So you should know if there's like weird, like that kind of stuff, it ain't my TV, y'all. <laughs> but what was great is how many people, and it's one thing to see, say, like fake fan rage reacts, like that Eagles fan that, that detonated the TV on the wall. And people are like, yo, there's still a sticker in the lower left-hand corner. That's because they're going to return that TV. That was staged. Uh, okay, that was staged. Yeah. It was funny. That was one of the better ones because most of them are just crap. That one was actually pretty good. But I legit, Whitfield and I were on the side porch, you know, burning heaters and hanging out. And we were watching on our phones. 
and I like his phone went bananas. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it was that stupid. It was that stupid. Can't do shit. <laughs> it was that stupid Tubi commercial. What's great is I think of that uh, that uh, meme. I think it's uh, where Tupac is standing up and yelling at all these people, and it's always like, "Where's the TV remote? <laughs> Stand <laughs> up, <laughs> get up!" And I laugh at that. But there were there were like React videos, and I don't know why people are recording while they're watching the Super Bowl. It's so weird to me. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. But there, there's all these, you know, I saw some of them in the Twitterverse and the, on the socials, and you got people like, who's sitting on the remote? Get up, you fat ass. <laughs> yeah, they're just yelling at each other. It's very funny. Isn't there, like, a great, like, meme going, like, there's no trust, like, when you can't find the remote, you lose all trust in everybody? Yeah, like, Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very like, like, all trust is out the window at that point. Can't like, find a remote, man. Who messed that up? Yeah. Yeah. So it, well, and another funny thing uh, in general is just Todd just text bombing, ripping oh into Shannon God. the entire time. It was fucking great. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Todd, Todd was hilarious. he was salty. He he was he was certain you were going to be here, and um, I didn't know what your plans were. I just I just figured maybe people would show up, and if they do, if they did, they did. If they didn't, they didn't. I wasn't really wasn't worried about it. Um, but yeah, Todd Todd was so so bummed out that you weren't here, man. And it just felt like giving you lip, giving you lip. It was so we were cracking up, man. It, it cracks me up because I know he cared so much because he wanted to hang out. So I know uh, it, it, it made me laugh. I, I wish I could. I, I had a twelve-hour day on Monday, bro. It's it's hard. Brew days are hard. Okay, and that's that. That is what she said. But when, you, when why you, you hurt? Todd, 12, why you hurt Todd like that, McGuffin? Come on, man. When you go in twelve hours straight, <laughs> bro, it's hard, and you heavy, heavy lifting and all that. It's hard on Look, the body. Going hard, heavy lifting—that's what Todd was here for, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I mean, I thought I was salty after the Niners <laughs> lost to the Eagles, but God bless Todd was. Woo! Oh, yeah, he was. My the salt was real. Yeah. It's all right, Todd. Just remember, I'll be at your house Saturday night, bro. Yeah, you so, will. I'm, I'm going to uh, make sure I don't uh, take a dump before I get there. <laughs> get a barf with his toilet? Dude, <laughs> when I get to your house, Todd, I'm going to let it go and let it flow, bro. Oh, poop. Wait a second. Poop, poop. Let me poop. Let me poop. Going to clog up. <laughs> Your floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, look, man, be careful. Uh, Todd's on, on Saturday night, man. Shannon, we don't want to end up going full cops with you. All right? S- sounds like he's got a lot of GBS waiting for us, too. Yeah. What, what, what you going to poo when they come for you, McGuffin? What? Oh, I'm, I'm going to drop a freaking bomb, bro. Dropping bombs, yo. What you gonna do when he poos on you? And Todd, you barely use some Febreze in the bathroom. Tell me. Or some poopery. Hot potato, 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 hot potato,
It better not be that single ply shit. Yeah, you, you know, no single Whoa, ply. No single ply. Single it's ply, still real to me, damn it. No single ply time. No single ply. They're going to be like, they drafted, drafted poo? poo? <laughs> Who the fuck is this? <laughs> this cunt sucker might not even have a fucking green card. He has or a brown card. But yeah, but, uh, that's right. <laughs> I was getting ready to say it, man. You stole my life, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, Giles. <laughs> yeah. Just me on the same wavelength. That's I all. I know. We just hang out. Too all right. I want you to introduce the poop you're going to take in Todd Yard. Go for it, Shannon. Let's go. I can't do it. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, it'd just be like, and now, expelling from Shannon's ass. <laughs> you should the do it. The shit of the century. And now, straight from Shannon's ass. From GBS to IBS. <laughs> from from the reach about to get him from the from the reach around to the breach of brown <laughs> you just need to write this stuff and i'll read it justin you're a fucking holy crap man oh man oh my head hurts <laughs> <laughs> There you go. I, I just the toilet bowl destroyer. Right, come on, man. Come on. Like you're gonna like like you're gonna do that pump and dump in his yard. Finish strong, McGuffin. Come on. <laughs> the porcelain godson. <laughs> and now Straight from the Twitter Terminator's asshole. <laughs> Whoa. Salsa and chip. Black beans! Tacos! Beer! You! And a bunch of other stuff! That makes up the shit! Gonna shoot some brown down the tank! There you go! There you go! You hit your stride late! <laughs> That's what she said! <laughs> there it is. Gonna let it go? <laughs> and blow up Todd's toilet bowl! <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he'll appreciate this. Oh, man, it, it took you a minute. Uh, Shannon. How do you fuck that up? Come on, bro. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Uh, from GB. Oh. I like I like from GBS to IBS, man. <laughs> that was oh. <laughs> all that I know was is awesome. all I know is is Shannon's go gonna go from the Twitter Terminator to the Toilet Terminator this weekend. Ooh. Oh my man! See the toilet. Ter uh, you know what? Uh, sorry, sorry, uh, Shannon, you're getting demoted. All right, all right, Randy, come I, on. I think that's an upgrade, to be honest. All right, Randy, Randy. So we got we got from from what reach around to the breach of brown. 
We yep. got the toilet terminator. We yep. got from GBS to IBS. Uh-huh. You have your three cues. All right, Randy, this is your mission right now. Okay. Let me write this shit down. <laughs> no! God bless. Why do you guys have to write this? Just do it off the top of your head. My God, how hard We're is old, this? We're old, man. We're old. No, nah, I've been drinking and I haven't been paying attention. And you so, forgetful yeah. total cunts. What the You're hell? Right. You, you, okay, I'm going to agree with you on this one. I'm a fucking cunt, all right? Hot potato, hot potato. I got some strong shit here, and I'm not paying attention. So, yes, I'm a cunt. <laughs> man, you bunch of assholes, dude. Oh, <laughs> y'all need some Y'all need some damn oompa oompa directions. Like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, wait a second. Wait. There is Shannon taking a poo. It's my a- man. Yeah, there, there you go. go. All right. Fuck. What was the third one? God bless it. I got the Twitter Terminator to Toilet Terminator from IBS to GBS at IBS. And there was a third one. The yeah. Breach of Brown. There we yeah, go. Yeah, from, reach from, around to the, from the Reach Around to the Breach of Brown. Breach yeah. Brown. Yeah. yeah. I'm afraid this moment's probably gone. <laughs> it's, well, it, it's, it's like dust in the wind and shit in the toilet, but you know, it's that's just cru- all it is. Crust in the wind. Mm. And you gotta have the old school version of this, man. Which one? Will Ferrell. Oh. When, well, when they're at oh Blue's God. Alright, the one we actually played at Blue's funeral. Yeah, well, I mean Alright, I think I have something. I I think I have something written up here, so he has something written up. Yeah, I I wrote it up real quick. Alright, what what do you what do you think? Do we run with this fellow? Up to Shannon. He wrote it down. Alright, let's see let's let's see what Randy's got. Let's see let's see what he's got. Here we go. Here we go. Better than hot potato. All right. Here you go, guys. And now, straight from Shannon's ass, from drinking some GBS, going to IBS, giving Todd the reach around to the breach around. Breach a brown. Breach a brown. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. He is the Twitter Terminator, now the Toilet Terminator. Shannon, shooting some bell now to take my coffin! My man. We'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> <laughs> they drafted who? who? They drafted who? Who the fuck is this? Now you see some farticata to go with it, and you're good. Farticata! <laughs> you got nothing to fuck out, man! <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Alright, now I gotta figure where, where that tab is. Where you at? <laughs> Alright, there it is. <laughs> Good oh times. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. I just want you to know that. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright. So we needed to we need to do a salute o'clock. What time is it? Where are we at? We at one o'clock? Yeah, yep. it's one AM. Alright. Do I have enough stuff to do with Salute O'Clock? Ooh, that's I'm, I'm out. 
Do we need a refill real quick? Yeah, I think so. All right, hey, this is what we're going to do. Uh, we're not doing a segment break. We're just going to pause and, and well, I guess I might as well hit the head. So we're going to pause. We'll be right back. We'll do a salute to clock, and we'll start wrapping up our Super Bowl thoughts and whatever else this pile of dung might turn into. Be right back. Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. And let's get back on topic. And I don't mean uh, Shannon's GBS to IBS. So <laughs> we need to circle back and finish up a couple of thoughts. But I tell you what, in Todd's honor, uh, first of all, man, thanks for bringing the beers. It was super nice of you and the buffalo chicken dip or whatever you had. I, I forget um, <laughs> what else you had. The cake was fun. The kids loved it. Uh, but he brought me some beers, and so I, I am enjoying, not a Stone Cold, uh, I'm enjoying an, an Aslan Beer Company dripping on the cheap double dry hop, double IPA. A very mild 8.5%. It's good beer, man. So, Todd, thank you for that one. Uh, I also enjoyed, of course, a Jack Daniels and Mexicoke, because I love those. And normally I would have had a second one, but since we're not doing a, a whole like gigantic episode... I'm gonna cut that off at one. I've been I've been salty enough. <laughs> so Shannon, what you got, bro? Uh, Hardywood doubleheader tonight. Nice. Um, Hardywood out like a lion. It's a Flemish red, mm. which I've never had one of these before. I which, dated one of those. That's a good time. Hey now, <laughs> pretty good. Car- and then car- uh, carpets because- match the curtains. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> and to wrap up football season, I'm having a rum barrel pumpkin. Nice. Look at you. Yeah. And you said both are hardywood? Both are hardywood. Look yes. at that. That's very oh. that's very fitting for Valentine's Day. <laughs> you you I see I see what you did there. <laughs> You're good, you. You're good. You yeah, Randy, what you got, bro? <laughs> so, as I was saying earlier, I definitely went with the uh, the strong stuff tonight. So, uh, got some center of the universe uh, STFU, which nice. is nice sixteen percent. So, Woo! yeah, it's got some balls to it. Uh oh, quality. Oh, what you wanted the sound bite on that? This guy. You said balls. There you go. I mean, granted, it's not the uh, mouthful for the beer that you have, but, you know, (laughs) fuck. That's a long-ass name for a beer. I know. It's a lot. Courtesy of Todd. It would be. (laughs) (laughs) What did I call him earlier? A lurch-ass motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. Ringing my my doorbell. (laughs) And it's supposed to be the other way around? It should have been, yeah. (laughs) Uh, listen here, cousin. It <laughs> chill out. <laughs> well, that's giving him way too much credit. Uh, not enough hair for that. Oh. <laughs> that's where all his hair went. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he wants a mustache, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I'm kidding. Damn. Damn. Uh, Whitfield, what are you drinking, man? Anything? Nothing. Gatorade. G- Gatorade. And we let him off the hook. <laughs> For as much shit as we give him, sorry, it's not Haterade. <laughs> oh, wow. What do you drink? Gatorade. Sweet. 
High quality H2O. Yeah, there you go. Gatorade. Well, somebody, somebody's got to hydrate. It's still real to me, damn it. So thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks for that. I guess or something. That's fine. All right. Um, so if this were a ride, Whitfield would be the designated driver. <laughs> No, no, I I know how he drives. No, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to end up in St. Mary's, bro. <laughs> oh, no. We all know it should be like, nah, nah, fuck him. And like, oh no, that bitch hit me. <laughs> oh my God, who the hell cares? Well, no well, one really, but you know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, kind of to circle back to a thought, I, I, I'll say this. Look, man, we, we Mahomes has accomplished a lot in his career. I mean, he's 27. I mean, it, what he's done so far is ridiculous. Yes, again, we understand that there's a team component to this. We get that. It's a great pairing of head coach and quarterback. We're coming off of an era. Where, uh, look, I know Brady finished his, his career in Tampa Bay, but you know Brady's career is really about – it's about Brady and Belichick and what they accomplished – together as a head coach as a quarterback as an organization as a team uh, and you got to have talent and you know Mahomes and Kansas City and Reed are positioned really well for the next chunk of time now look the AFC is going to be tough to, it's going to be tough sledding so I'd like to think that somewhere along the line Burrow or Herbert or somebody else will steal an opportunity away from them them being Kansas City but you know, it, it, it set up quite well. Now, he, here's the thing. Uh, people obviously want to go on this trajectory, uh, you know, of what he's going to be. But the thing is, he hasn't done it yet. You have what he has accomplished and what they have done as a team so far. Is there a lot of upside there? Of course there is. But it's difficult to repeat. It's difficult to get back. It's difficult to do these things. So the next person is not Tom Brady. The next person is... Joe Montana. Well, really, everybody that's got three, you know, and yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of wonderful quarterbacks that had great careers. Troy Aikman's there's in that. Troy Aikman's in that group. I mean, there, there's a lot to do, right? Uh, and then some of that is just how how you roster build because at some point Travis Kelsey is going to retire, in mm, all likelihood he's not going to finish his career with Andy Reid. I mean, Reid is 64. Mm -hmm. Right, and he did a great job, man. You you have to give that coaching staff, whether it's Reed, Bienemy, I mean, just that whole, Spags, that whole crew, they did a great job. Now, you, I you said it right. Um, what Sunday night? If he wants to get to goat status, he's got to get five. Yeah, he's got to surpass. He's got to surpass. I don't know that he has to match Tom Brady, but he's got to get past Montana. Montana. He's got to get past Montana. And look, his, his what he accomplished this Super Bowl is super significant because some of his numbers were a little bit on the struggle bus. And, you know, th that year Tampa Bay got him. I mean, Tampa Bay was damn good. Uh, that defense was incredible. So uh, to get this win, I know we spent a lot of time talking about the field and the hold and all this crap, but he had the high ankle sprain, the injury. I mean, that that's like, that's the kind of stuff that people remember. And when we have like five years, 10 years from now, people may not be talking about the hold or the field. What they will be talking about is him being hurt and re-aggravating that injury and gutting out 
you know, the rest of the game. There are things that people will take away from that. A lot of stuff has to happen. He's going to have to make more. You know, he's going to have to get to more Super Bowls. You're gonna, he's going to have to win some more. So what's next in the line of sights is not Tom Brady. It's the people that have three. And then it's really Montana. And I would say to you that he's got to pass Montana. I don't know that anybody will ever catch Brady. You can't, you can't say never. You know, he's young enough. Sure, is it possible? That's a, a lot of things have to happen. Right? We need longevity. He needs health. He needs the willingness to keep playing because he's a great, clearly a great competitor. But at some point, you know, sometimes people are like, I've had enough. I'm good. Peace out. But I, I think he's going to at least have to pass <clears throat> Montana. He's going to, to me, he's going to have to get the five. And if he gets to five, then we can argue about style points and all these subjective things. But I think he's got to get past Montana. And even now, people will still, there are people that will consider Montana the best ever. And part of that is because of era, right? And how different defenses were compared to now. With They're going to argue that defenses at this point are a little bit neutered compared to the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. And, and, that's, and, a don't, fair, and that's a fair point. Don't, don't forget, though. Mahomes can get to seven, but then people will argue head to head, Brady beat him. Yes. Well, that's that, that's also part of the argument with Brady and Manning. <clears throat> when people like to bring up all the stuff that Peyton did, what was the head to head in total? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, more Super Bowl. I, that, that argument ended the season. Peyton lost to Andrew Luck in the playoffs, and Brady beat Seattle in the Super Bowl. That yeah. ended 10 years ago. Oh, I agree with you, but it, it didn't end for everybody. Well, right. It, it, I mean, I'm as just a saying Colts fan and as a Peyton Manning fan, that for me that ended a decade ago. Yeah, well, it, it, then it then, then it gets into like subjective elements, but and you have to parse out, you know, the best and the most decorated. They're not the same thing. Tom right. Brady. Tom Brady is. Some people will argue is the best, but he's clearly the most decorated. Right. And he has a ridiculous amount of records, but some of that is longevity. It's longevity. It's longevity. That, but that matters. It, it matters. I mean, it it does. Peyton, I mean, let's be honest, dude. The dude studied. Mm -hmm. It was bordered insane how much the guy studied. And... You know, and a lot of a lot of quarterbacks took his cue. Like, like he he, he yes. studied and he was setting records, and then they just said, "Oh, well, we need to start doing the same thing." And like, <clears throat> you know, Brady's stats, if you compare them, those first few years were not great. But like, once he kind of learned what Peyton was doing, he started doing the same thing, and then you saw him take off. But he added in the taking care of himself, especially after the knee injury. Yes. And then on top of that, Belichick being Belichick, you know, coaching, having that defense. Well, you, you know, again, you, you need think you need certain things to line up, right? Yeah. And, and there's lots of great quarterbacks that weren't as – they just don't have the rings, right? Yeah. I mean, those things happen. 
So you need an organizational fit. You need a good head coach pairing. You need a little bit of luck. You need a lot of skill. You need a little bit of luck. And it's just, you have to let it play out. You know, you can, you know, speculate all you want about what his, the next 10 years may be for Mahomes, and they could be wonderful, right? They absolutely could be. Statistically, he's probably going to put up, by the time he's done, he's probably going to have completely ridiculous numbers. But it would still take a long time to catch and or surpass Brady's numbers if you want to focus just on stats. Is it about is it about quality? Is it about style points? Is it about grit? Is it about toughness? You know, when we're talking about these different quarterbacks, they all bring something to the table. You know, Favre had moxie, guts, and toughness. Yeah, he threw a lot of picks, but part of part of Brett's thing was that, you know, I I personally think Favre got bored at times and he was just like, Let me see if I can fit this thing in there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I I absolutely Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey. Also, uh, very true on Valentine's Day. I think there were times that he just he, he took risks because he, it, it was exciting to him. You know, uh, you know somebody like Peyton was so cerebral with his approach to the game. Yeah, you know, different different kind of guy. So you know, at some point you're you're not you're no longer arguing about statistics. You're no longer arguing about rings. You're arguing about subjective elements. But you know, like one of the things that Montana has that nobody else has is that he was undefeated in the Super Bowl, right? And correct me if I'm wrong, Randy, but he never threw a pick in the Super Bowl. Nope. I mean, that's that's a pretty tough – I mean, that was a hell of an era. That's a hell I, of an I era. would check Bradshaw's stats on that too. He won four as well. Yeah, well, I'm talking about the pairing of the record plus the not throwing picks. You know, yeah, Bradshaw – yeah, that's one that's old enough that people are going to discount it, but – Terry Bradshaw and the Steelers were ridiculous. Hell of a run. Now, I don't think anybody in their, you know, from a modern era, anybody's going to be like, you know who I would, I would absolutely take Terry Bradshaw over Peyton Manning. I don't think people no. would argue that. They, they might say, well, God, if you had Peyton Manning on that era of Steelers, how many rings, you know what I mean? Then you play that game, right? And it, so you don't want to get too bogged down in comparing eras. Terry Bradshaw was incredible. Bart Starr was incredible. You know, Peyton Manning was incredible. You get to a point where you just start parsing out all these elements. But the thing is, Mahomes, you know, you need longevity, you need production, and you need rings. Yep. And don't even start talking about Brady. That's a long way down the line. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? That's a long and way down the line, dude. A long way. Yeah. Yes. You're on the right track. Of but course, you got to stay on that track. You got to stay on the track. You got to keep producing. You got to keep winning. Uh-huh. And you know your next your next group are, are the are the people with three, and then after that it's Montana, and if you can get past Montana, right? If you get past Montana, how whatever he finishes with at that point. Then it's a matter of stylistic preferences between Mahomes and Brady, but that's a long way off. Yeah, capable, sure, potential, absolutely, but you got to do it. It's one thing to say he's one of the most talented, no argument there. But I mean, you, as somebody that Matt and I, Matt, you know, we can talk about how talented Aaron Rodgers is, right? Mm-hmm. One ring. 
And people hold that against them. Fair or not, people do. Brett Favre, love that dude. The quarterback, not so much the after-retirement guy. But, <laughs> you know, one, getting two is a big deal. Yeah. And once you get I mean, past that, you know, that. I mean, I, go ahead. People, people tend to keep Manning out. Kept the Manning out of the top five, which I believe he's in the top five until he got that second ring. Peyton, Peyton needed that other one yeah. for validation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even, think about somebody like Elway. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that dude took some marginal-ass Broncos teams to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Period on whether they wanted to be there or not. Yeah, I mean he he took them. Yeah, they got their they got their ass handed to them by the Redskins back in the day. Sure, and the 49ers. and the Forty Nine ers Yeah, you know, and it, he was able to bookend his career with a fat dose of uh, Terrell Davis and a much better Denver team. But you know he did it, and you know beating that Packers team was not that was not some whatever checking the cash Super Bowl. I mean, that was a well-earned Super Bowl win. That was they, tough. They were double-digit underdogs, if I recall. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that that Packers team was fucking good, dude. Yeah. I mean, it was no joke. And- no, no. He had that, and that's when he had that helicopter run. <laughs> it's a hell of a highlight, by the way. That, that, that was when he was just like, this is my fourth Super Bowl. I'm winning one of these mofos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, I I remember watching that going. He ain't losing this shit. No, I, they. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, good, good for John, right? Good for Elway. It, that's another guy that I, mm-hmm. I think people forget. I, I don't. I know it sounds weird, but I think people forget about Elway. That 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 dude. His he was <laughs> so talented. I mean, the arm on that dude, I mean, I remember reading a story like he threw a pass so hard that when Ed McCaffrey caught it in his chest, it left a little cross mark in his chest. That's how hard the ball came in. That's a hell of a throw, you know. So I looked up some some stats real quick. Uh Montana was 83 of 122, which is like 68% for 1142 yards and 11 touchdowns, no picks in the four Super Bowls. Um, three MVPs out of that. Bradshaw, since we brought him up, he actually ended up throwing uh, four interceptions um, in the four Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Three of them came in the final Super Bowl that they won um, against the Rams. Uh, but, I mean, his first Super Bowl, uh, it was 9 of 14 for 96 yards and one touchdown. <laughs> I mean, for Bradshaw, I mean, damn. I but that's know. because they probably ran the hell out of the ball. Yeah. 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 Oh. Well, it, it, different era. And that was the era. And, I mean, yes. different era. That's the era. But, but it wasn't era. until playing against, like, the Cowboys and the Rams, those, mm-hmm. you know, 13 and 14, where he threw for 318 yards, over 300 yards. He four threw four touchdowns against mm-hmm. the, the Cowboys and two touchdowns against the Rams, but they had the three interceptions. So, yeah. But he was still named MVP of that game. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing, though, man. You you got the eras, you have the rules, you have the current setups, and then there, there and I, I forget who mentioned this, but yeah, you have some quarterbacks that are kind of bridging between eras, and like Brady played so long, he really kind of is in multiple eras, which sounds at, weird. Le- at least three when you right. really think about it, it. It sounds weird to say that, but realistically, you have the early two thousands 
the mid-level and then today. And I mean, he, he just retired, which I guess we, we're going to have to catch up with Lindy and have a finally have a Tom Brady retirement episode. So yeah. get ready for a bunch of knob slobbing from that dude. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we we got to have a beer with Lindy at some point. He's, I know. He's down, I don't know, about an hour away or so. Uh, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, as, as long as we don't you know, get off on a tangent about officer, officer sunshine over there. Uh, we're probably going to be okay. Lord, he might wreck his Tesla going down the road. Oh, he doesn't have a Tesla anymore. I forget what he's driving these days. We'll try not to send Lindy into a ditch with that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, lady cop sex capades. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, no. She, wait, 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 wait. Look, the she, Quad City DJs just called. They have a song uh, request. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, she had she had to get her Valentine's Day cards at Costco. That's all I'm saying. Man. You know what I'm saying? And that, you need, like, the, you need the bundle. <laughs> Are you sure the bundle's big enough? Well, I don't know if she was messing with any tiny dancers, but... Oh, no! I still like the alternate <laughs> lyrics where people think this says Tony Danza. That, that always makes me laugh. <laughs> NWA's got a song for it, too. Oh, yeah, probably. F the police, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, Don't take it literally. Not literally. Yeah, yeah. She might also be feeling a little big and rich. <laughs> Oh, oh, speaking of save a horse, ride a cowboy. I will say one of my favorite parts, and this is, so, this is so petty. It's so petty, but it made me laugh. When they announced Dak Prescott as the Peyton, Walter Payton Man of the Year. It's a great award, by the way, so kudos to him. Um, but I, I, you had to chuckle at, at Dak getting booed by the Eagles fans in the stadium. This year's award to Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott. The name. How you booing the man of the year, dude? <laughs> Here's my shocked face. Yeah. You have the Philadelphia Eagles fans, like Eagles fans are assholes. We know this already. Yeah. Like, uh, how you gonna give someone in the division that award and expect them to cheer him? Come on, man. I know it's pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Hey, well, look at the bright side, man. Roger Goodell got to. Uh, hug up Chris Jones and let him know that he didn't care how he hits the quarterback. Just remember that after that mm -hmm. game. That's so weird, by the way. Did y'all hear that clip? No. Mm -mm. No. Oh, my God. Straight up, man, after that game, Goodell and, and uh, Chris Jones, man, they, they had some bear hugs going on. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if you'll be able to hear it. I'm going to play it. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it, though. Yeah, right there. He said, I don't care how you hit the quarterback to Chris Jones. <laughs> like, really? Really? He does. <laughs> don't let him fool you, Chris. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> don't let him fool you. He, he cares. Well, not right there. He didn't care. Yeah, well, the game's over at that point. Yeah. He don't care. He's got the whole offseason to chill <laughs> out. All that fucker cares about is money. No, he makes, makes enough of it. Um, yeah, 40, fun, $50 million a year. Fun Jeez. factoid, by the way, Andy Reid, of course, the Chiefs, they clearly have their quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. Howie Roseman actually chatted with Andy Reid and got some counseling, right? Some counsel uh, from uh, Andy Reid about the draft class of 2020, and Jalen Hurts was somebody that Reid endorsed as a promising candidate 
as insurance for Carson Wentz. How about that? That doesn't surprise me. No. I mean, Mm -hmm. people are close. I mean. Here's a quote, right? Here's a quote. Whenever we make a big decision that does not have an effect on the Chiefs, I always pick Reed's brain, and that was a big decision. Andy taught us so much about the psychology of quarterbacks. Look at that. I I like this bit from uh, Chris Mortensen. Reed downplays any role in the Hurts pick, saying that the credit goes to the vision of Roseman and the owner Jeffrey Lurie because they made the decision. I'm not picking players for the Eagles. He's not wrong. (laughs) He's not wrong, but they clearly still respect his opinion. Yeah, as they should. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, and that's probably like the thing, like you're just, you're in the room and you're just shooting a shit and you're just like, Hey, this guy probably fits what you want. Mm -hmm. I mean, we we got Patrick Mahomes. We're good for the next decade as long as the motherfuckers stay healthy. Although, although Kansas city at this point now needs a backup quarterback because Chad Henney is now retired. Dude, anything's possible. What a great, what a what a great my, end for that dude. So not nothing but respect for that dude. The way he went out on top. Yeah. So once it, also it, once a Valentine's Day in a, in a playoff game, they need someone to back him up. Yeah. Also a Valentine's Day special, going out on top. But I mean, can you think? Lost the bet, got on top. <laughs> by so the way, by the way, side note, I like how that weird that that little ring around the rosy play. Yes. Yeah, th- that's yeah. the that's the Pikachu formation. It's the gotta catch a ball trick play. <laughs> I think that's great. I think that's great. They they have some they have some really random things uh under Reed and Mahomes in Kansas City, dude. I mean the Eagles Man. the Eagles sniffed out the trick play, but it's one th- like a couple of years ago they broke out a play from like the nineteen forty, like Rose Bowl. If I recall correctly, they broke out one of those old, like really old school plays. No, they they that have wouldn't shock me. They have a good time with things, man. They have a good time. I, I love that. That that shows they love the history of the game. Yeah. That, as I was getting ready to say, can you imagine like some of the old head coaches that are not with us anymore? Can you imagine being able to pick their brain about potential quarterback, like say Bill Walsh or you know Marv Levy or some of these guys that just don't coach anymore that have picked solid quarterbacks for their teams that have just that are just smart in general and when it comes to that sort of thing can, can, i mean that'd be awesome just the idea of just be like pick bill walsh's brain oh yeah bill players walsh, and, bill walsh would be the one because yeah. i mean he got montana then he got steve young i mean well the funny thing is that steve young actually started off in the usfl and then went to the buccaneers and then they got him in a trade right well, I mean, the Packers got far from the trade. I mean, yep. let's be honest. I know. If Atlanta had half a brain, they would have freaking started far. Yeah, I. It, I mean, that's one of those well, things where I, I think. I think a, but I, I think there was a style of offense, though. Really, when you if you really think about it, Holmgren knew what he was getting. Yes. Yes. Again, that we talked earlier about fit. That's the coach, the fit, and the coach and that quarterback yeah. connection. I don't know what Favre would have been like had he stayed in Atlanta. You know, he, I don't. I don't think he fit that style because they were doing. They were doing the run and gun at that time. Was that Jerry Dan Reeves? Favre had some growing Jerry up, or the fun and gun, or whatever the hell they called it, because it was something similar. He had some growing up to do. It, yes. I, I will say it's a shame that Sterling Sharp didn't finish his career healthy. I'll say that. 
No, they probably would have won a lot more if he had actually stayed healthy. Yeah, that that guy was damn good. It's a shame about that injury, but uh, it, you know, the, the organizational fit and I mean, all that stuff matters. It's one reason I'll say I'm very curious about uh, Carr now that the the Raiders have to you know release him since he basically was like, I'm not letting you trade me. Suck it. If he can find a good fit, we'll see if he has a good second chapter to his career. But he's, he's, I keep on seeing like the Saints as a potential landing spot for him. I kind of I'm thinking him. Saints or Panthers for him. Nobody thinks he might end up as a Texan. Wouldn't that be kind of weird? Nah. No. <laughs> nah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, that'll uh, depend on what D'Amico Ryan decides to do with that team. Well, yeah, that's a pleasure. Well, also, oh, go ahead. It's between the it's it's between Houston and and sorry, we're we're jumping ahead here, but yeah. It's going to be between Houston and Indy who gets that that first pick because mm-hmm. technically Chicago doesn't need a quarterback. Technically, technically Arizona doesn't need a quarterback, so they still need a quarterback. <laughs> they do. Well, and then contract need- contracts say otherwise. The one they have needs to grow the hell up. He uh, does. By the way, uh, Jalen, even Hurd- though he's a grown man and he's only like uh-huh. Kevin Hart size, so. <sighs> You know, four foot eight. <laughs> four foot eight. Well, he knows how to come up short. Hey. Well, uh, I was going to say before. You're not we wrong. Get, no. Before we get too far away from it, uh, Jalen Hurts, by the way, is the second player with three rushing touchdowns in a Super Bowl. He is the first quarterback to do it. Mm-hmm. Do y'all know who the other is? The other quarterback? No. Nope. He's the first other player. He's the first quarterback to have three. Oh, rushing Terrell Davis, dude. Correct. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say we mentioned him in this in this podcast. Yep. TD, yeah, TD. Got uh, uh, career was cut short, but man, was Terrell Davis peak? Terrell Davis was so good, so good. Mahomes, by the way, fourteen and ten all time when facing a deficit of ten or more points. This is the regular season in the playoffs. He is the only quarterback in the Super Bowl era to have a winning record. In games where he faces a 10 plus, 10 points or more point deficit. He is winning 58% of the time. You want to guess the next two guys and what their percentage is? I bet you can figure out the two. Uh, Brady and Manning? Brady's one of them. Well, I would think Montana would be the other. Montana's the other one. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Again, you know, we're only five years in with Mahomes, 14 and 10 so far, facing a deficit of 10 or more points. He's winning 58% of those. The next two are Tom Brady and Joe Montana. And their percentage is very close. Wow. But just throw a dart as to what do you, what do you think their winning percentage is? Mahomes is 58%. I'll give Montana 54 and Brady 52. Not even close. Okay. Uh, I'm going Mont- to say Montana's probably 46. 46. Tom Brady won 37.8. Montana won right around 37. Whew. Think about that. They're living in 37% land. 
Mahomes is in 58% land. That's, per, that's filthy. But what this really goes to tell you is, you know, we think about Montana, we think about Brady, and we do have to shift our mindset a little bit with Mahomes. And, you know, again, we've longevity, he's not there yet. But what he's accomplished is tremendous. But one of the things that those numbers speak to is that he's one of those rare players that you just don't bet against, right? Because they're capable of incredible things and incredible comebacks. And a 10-ish point lead isn't safe. Just ask the Eagles. Hell, ask the Texans that one playoff (laughs) game. (laughs) Ask the Texans. That's right. That's right. So, anywho... Uh, I, I like I, I think we've all agree that Mahomes ended up in the the place he needed to be to shine the brightest. Um, I don't spot. I don't know any perfect other team spot. that where he would have reached these heights so quickly. Yeah. It, it's hard to know, but it, it's clear that he's he's a, a a great organizational and head coach. That's a great fit, and that matters a that matters a great deal in his development and then his continued mm-hmm. success. And then how mm-hmm. they built how they built the team for him as a young quarterback, how they're building the team for him as somebody that signed his contract, and how they will continue to build the team going forward. And they're gonna have to draft well. This is what got Seattle in trouble with Russell Wilson once he got paid and other players aged out. Their defense you know what I mean? They dropped off. Now they ended up getting some great wide receivers. And I know people like to complain about the wide receivers that Seattle had. Tyler Lockett, uh, DK Metcalf, they're pretty damn good. All right, the uh, solid one too. Yes, I'd say. But you know, I mean, it, Andy, it's it it's tough. They've done a great job to re- to win the Super Bowl. the The year they've lost Tyreek Hill is incredible. And you think back to the preseason, uh, we thought the AFC West was going to be so good, so good, and it wasn't. The Chiefs were. The division was not. <laughs> it was it's definitely I mean, a surprise to say the least that the that that division wasn't as good as we all thought it could be mm-hmm. but then you also look at the play not the players so much but look at the coaching like Brandon Staley for the Chargers that that dude just needs to go they need a different head coach there well, he's if he, it's it's like he doesn't understand the i guess just the flow of the game it's like okay Situational football is huge, and how many times did he go for it when all they needed was a kick, and it would have been fine? Aggressiveness is appreciated. Stupidity is tougher. Yet, you know what I mean. Like the results are going to tell you. The results are going to tell you. And they I have, mean, it's they like, I mean, this guy. It's all comes back to the coaches. I mean, look what Andy Reid did with that future Hall of Fame quarterback Donovan McNabb. He got a lot I out mean, of McNabb. Yeah. The and then McNabb, and then once McNabb was uh, away from him, we all saw what happened. You know, balls in the dirt and all that one season dumpster mm-hmm. fire. He was terrible in Washington. He was terrible in Minnesota. Yeah, terrible. And man, did his career end quickly post Andy Reid? <laughs> did yeah. Woo. You know, obviously Alex Smith is a different story. He started with the Harbaugh. I mean, once he got to Harbaugh, I should say, and then to Andy Reid. By the time he got to Washington. He was better, and then, of course, obviously the injury, which is horrible, his career being cut short that way. Yeah. But clearly, going from Harbaugh to Reed 
really clearly got him to the point of where he was supposed to be as a quarterback when he was initially drafted by the 49ers. Coaching matters. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it does. It does. It's a fit. And I mean, there's just, there's pieces to this, but that, that combination reading Mahomes is, it feels like they're, you know, they're going to have the ability to be in that conversation of all time kind of pairings, you, you know, uh, and again, it's early yet, but you think of you know Bill Walsh and Montana and what the 49ers did. Obviously, you have to consider Bel- you have to factor in Brady and Belichick. You know, you think about uh, the '80s Redskins, obviously with Joe Gibbs, but that was three different quarterbacks, dude. I mean, Marino and Shula, Marino and Shula. Yeah, absolutely. They didn't get enough rings, but you know, sometimes Joe Gibbs that, that offense three different Pope. quarterbacks. Yes, it's crazy. Um, gives gives with an amazing coach. Yeah, amazing. You just you you don't have a ton of these. You don't have a ton of these really super special combos that last a long time. You don't. So you gotta strike while the iron's hot, man. And, and for all the Chiefs fans that hated New England and hated Brady and hated Belichick, your turn is coming because people are gonna. Oh, it's now. Yeah, it's now it, for it, sure. Yeah. If, if people are going to be tired of you and of Mahomes, and especially Mahomes' wife, and even more so Mahomes' brother. Oh, that. Well, that that was that's never good. That's never going to stop. But no. yeah, five straight trips to the AFC Championship yes. game. Do you think maybe t- people aren't already getting to that point where it's like, again, seriously, these them. guys, They're again? They're going to hate them. They're going to hate well, we, them. We, we're there. Yeah. Uh, if, I mean, if you're at that spot. When you're good enough for everybody hates you. That's how you know you're like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a great place to be. <laughs> that's a great place really to is. be. It is. It is. Uh, well, look, um, we need to wrap up and get out of here. Uh, and then we can circle back. And there's a lot of things we didn't get to. So I'm, I'm going to raise a glass on a couple of notes. Uh, first for LeBron, excuse me, getting the all-time scoring record, taking that from Kareem. Hell of a, hell of a career accomplishment. Yeah. We'll circle back on that. The NBA trade deadline was wild. I'm very curious to see how Kevin Durant plays out in Phoenix. Um, also, I got a laugh at Northwestern taking down number one Purdue. That's hilarious. Of course, <laughs> they stormed the court in celebration. Also, I have no idea how on earth that Duke UVA game, that dude gets fouled before the clock expires and somehow they wave off the foul. What an absolute bag of bullshit. I'm not sure if you had NFL referees in there for the end of that game or what. Uh, but that was that was just tragic. I hope I see nothing like that garbage in the NCAA tournament. That was absolute uh, crap. The I, ACC I, has I, already come out and said that was bullshit. I have man. never seen a foul taken off because they're not <laughs> sure if there was enough clock or whatever their crap excuse was. I mean, look, if if somebody is taking a shot before the clock expires, there's a continuation of that. That is a damn foul. I don't, uh, yeah. That was such a load of crap. So weird. Uh, of course, they ended up losing that game in OT, but it shouldn't have gotten there. The guy should have had some free throws. Uh, whatever. Bad officiating, man. That was just the week The week that was. Uh, and, by the way, I don't yeah. know if you got the chance to see last night, but uh, Notre Dame was at Duke last uh-huh. night. Coach K was there. And that was the first game that Coach K had attended since his retirement. Uh, of course, Mike Bray was an assistant under Coach K. He's now he's been the head of 
coach at Notre Dame for a number of years. Mm-hmm. He's going to retire at the end of the season. No, Notre Dame. he said he's going not going to be coaching at Notre Dame, but he's not retiring. Uh, exactly. Uh, That's what he said. Okay. I heard that tonight. Yeah. yeah. So obviously everybody's like, "Oh, what does that mean? Uh, what 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 does that mean? Why is coach Why is Coach K uh, uh, there? He said he wasn't going to go to any games, but there he is. What does this mean for Shire? So I I don't know, man. That's that's weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. But anyway, Bray, Bray has said he's not reti- he's he's wrapping up at Notre Dame, but that he's not retiring from coaching. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, Coach K was there. They got a big win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kentucky got a big win on the road tonight. VCU hit a big buzzer hey, beater tonight. Hey, Kentucky needs to bring that usher back that flicked off, the, flicked off those Florida people. He's doing Kentucky a fan service favor, man. Dude, there is a free – I can't remember the guy's name, but there is a free – I don't know if it's free – not free Willie. Not free Willie. Not <laughs> Are we going back to Valentine's 90s. Day? Well, I mean, we 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 always trying to go free Willie, right? <laughs> hey, look, bro, 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 bro look, Willie, bro, look. I'm married, man. It's always free Willie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the wife don't always uh, go with that, but yes, it's always free Willie, right? <laughs> I mean, oh, oh headache. Uh, I can't tonight. Well. That's a, that's a different discussion. I just <laughs> wake up. <laughs> I just yeah. meant I just meant you get to play in the rain without the raincoats, but you know whatever you go where you want to. Well, my this took a turn. <laughs> Dark side of the moon. Uh huh. Well, poke in the front, liquor in the rear. <laughs> Doug the blue coat. Why didn't fire and dug the blue coat? Free man. Doug. Free, free Doug. Doug. Free Doug. Dude, even the Florida fans that got flipped off were like, dude, let this guy come back. Like, seriously. Yeah, let him come back, man. Also, free Doug, man. Free if you, Doug. If you haven't watched the Bullies of Baltimore 30 for 30, you should watch it. Very fun. I, I Yeah, I need to watch that. Very fun. I, I, I saw that when it just came out, and yeah. I haven't had a chance to. So Hey, uh, also, UConn dropping two straight games for the first time since 93. What's up with that? Holy Toledo. I mean, that's a hell of an accomplishment, dude. Isn't that crazy? Holy shaking up shaking up shit. some women's basketball, man. Great day. But yet they're still like top ten. Well, like, that'd be all right. Ridiculous. They'd, they'll they'll still make the sweet sixteen, maybe elite eight. Yeah, so that'll be fine. Oh, hey, hey man, you want a dumb headline? Sure. All right. Catalytic converter theft suspect run over and killed. Right, a man attempting to steal a catalytic converter from a parked SUV in Southern California was run over and killed when the vehicle's sleeping driver awakened and started to drive away. Hey, I guess that driver was really exhausted, huh? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Look, man, I'm just saying, like, if, if you, tri- I've got a perfect puzzle for you. Go ahead, Char- Charles Darwin just rolled around his grave on that one. What the fuck? I mean, how? <laughs> how? Oh my god! 
That's it. I would not want that to be like, you know, what a terrible way to die. If that's your tombstone, like, how? Fuck him. Like, yeah. How How did How did Grandpa die? Oh, we got run over. He was trying to steal a cat. Grandpa a got cat. run over by a big fat man trying to steal a catalytic. How do you fuck that up? Uh, they just going to put on his grave exhausted. Yes. Oh, come on, exhausted. man. <laughs> he died of exhaustion. <laughs> oh, Whitfield, oh, what that, the fuck? That dude needed to be hubbing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if he had done it right, man. Anyway. Died of exhaustion. Yeah. Told you. Exhausted. And that's when you yell at grandma and she's like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Mm-mm. It went shaggy. It All wasn't right. me. Wrong kind of exhaustion, yep. Yep. <laughs> anyway. She went shaggy. Oh gosh. That's so terrible. Yeah. Clearly, that guy did not see the sign. That the car was starting. No. Get the hell out from under there, man. Idiot. I mean, when the car went bang, bang, you should have gotten out of the room. <laughs> it's like, how the fuck do you not know the damn car started? It's what's ready to go. I mean, seriously. That, that well, I guess the driver was like, uh uh-uh, uh, something's not right. Vroom vroom, let me get out of here. Yeah. The driver went full ludicrous, bro, you know that. Yeah. I don't I don't remember these speed bumps. What the hell? <laughs> anyway. You know, that criminal That's a shitty way to die, man. It is. It really is. And he, he should have just let it go. He really should have just let it go. I mean, well, kind of like you on Saturday Night Shannon. Once he did that, he let his bowels let it go. Jeez. Well, Shannon's gonna let his. I mean, Shannon's gonna let his bowels go with Todd Saturday Night. That's exactly. Not only am I gonna let it go, but when I'm in the yard, I'm gonna shake it off, bro. I mean, you're going to need to. I mean, if, if you've got, well, first of all, you have to hope the dingleberries break free, right? Number one. <laughs> you don't want them hanging on and refusing to, you know, I'm just saying. Also, I hope that you're prepared after you have the GBS and the IBS to thank Todd appropriately. What can I say except right? As you, as you fertilize his lawn. I think this True. is muy True. importante. And, and Todd, you, you, I, you do own the reach around. Look, I mean, as far as as far what? as that kid goes, do you really think he just wishes he could turn back time? Yes, of I, course, I, yeah. I do, I do, hundred <laughs> percent. Needs to turn back time. That's right. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Getting sloppy late, man. What? That's what she just said. Well, you know. Sounds like a personal problem to me. <clears throat> it could be. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Todd might be like, don't bring me brown. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring me, me brush. <laughs> 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 
I, Todd's just probably hoping Shane doesn't come in like a wrecking ball with well, that toilet. If, oh, if, no. if, if, look, all I know is, is if Shannon has enough of these GBSs, bro. Do I look like I give a fuck? Dilly gonna be pooping in the yard, man. It's gonna be fantastic. I, I tell you what, if, if you start crapping in the yard, man, I will 100% play some Titanic music for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, my shark will go on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will. So I guess I'm TP in my bunghole. <laughs> And then we throw it into the fire pit. This this is all disastrous now. But this is this is bad. We gotta go. Uh, all right. Do we? Do we? We do. It's two a.m. I don't know what else we're gonna. Go. I don't. I don't know where where else this is gonna. What other disaster dumpster fires we're gonna launch into? But I I didn't have that second Jack and Coke, so I'm gonna take that as a hint. This is long as Shannon doesn't do it live. We're trying to avoid the dumpster fires. Trying to the dump and dumpster fires. To... Emphasis on dump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So why are you acting like a bloody food? If you yeah. get hot, then you must get cool. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? We poo on you, bad boys. That's right. Bad boys. And that's that's our cue. Shit it, Todd. Shit it, Todd. Oh, my gosh. Fuck them. All right. Oh, come on, man. This is as you don't do it live. It Shut it down. Shut it well, down. Well, if you can not poop live, then you're traveling with poop. That seems <laughs> suboptimal. But it sounds like something you might do. So, on that note, that, well, that might be better than uh, the AJ Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster Twitter beef for Valentine's man, Day. Man, fuck Juju for that shit. That's just bullshit. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Come on. That was average. That, that was funny. Brown, I thought it was, it was funny. A card, a card of Bradbury saying, I'll hold you when it matters most. That was hilarious. That it was. was that was great. That was that funny. Was AJ funny. Brown was salty, bro. Salty. He well, was. He, he, he might have been out of the league if Juju Henry, uh, if uh, Mahomes Henry uh, resuscitated his career. Well, I mean, that's a fair, that's a fair bit of commentary. Juju made a smart decision. And he's got a ring now. So, AJ, AJ Brown can be a little salty. I do like how Juju was like, I'm glad you were finally able to get all that off your chest after all these years. Good game, bro. Thumbs up. Ring. Because, <laughs> you know, once you get once you win the ring, bro, you get to drop ring, ring blasts on people. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Now I can start doing TikToks with Mahomes' brother. Maybe. That, that, might, yeah. that might actually break TikTok. I would not watch Jackson Mahomes and Juju Smith-Schuster. I can tell you that. No, no, no. Fuck that shit. No, no. No. That, that, no. That's, no. That's, that's too much for me. Cannot handle it. But anyway, uh, we'll have to turn away. I will have to, like, for real, if that video shows up in my timeline, I will 100%, without a doubt, turn back time and stop that bitch. 100%. Mm -hmm. I will find a way. Cut it off. You know what I mean? All right. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we got to go. Uh, we have devolved into all kinds of, of stupidity here at the end. So thank you. Total for, shocker. Thank you for tolerating our crap. And if you made it this far, you deserve a drink. Uh, so raise a glass. Take a shot. Take a shot. Raise a glass to all of you. Uh, as always, keywords are sports and brew. And enjoyed the Super Bowl. Would have liked to have seen the ending without that flag. Uh, the Chiefs did a great job. Hell of a second half. 
<coughs> they earned the win. I just would have liked to have seen the finish without that flag <clears throat> to see what would have happened. I feel like we got I feel like we got robbed of a more dramatic ending uh, for that game. But hell of a job by the Chiefs. Hell of a job by Mahomes and Andy Reid. And you know the Eagles. You know Jalen Hurts. It's, it's a bright future. A great statistical game. I don't know how much the field impacts everybody across the board other than just impacted all of them, but just, I don't know, a little bit of letdown, but overall a hell of a hell of a day, a hell of a game and, you know, mostly positive takeaways from it. Just some bits where I'm not happy and I don't like the injection of the refs. That's an opinion. So, but sets up for, uh, I don't know, man. Looking forward. To, I'm already looking forward to next season. Isn't that crazy? I mean, the season just Same. ended, and I'm already like, yeah. I'm already like, man, let's get the ball rolling. Dude, I mean, dude, we got March Madness. We get, we got March Madness. You know, yeah, March pretty, Madness coming up. We yeah. got NBA playoffs coming up. We can free agency NFL. starts next month. Yeah. yeah, we we can get into that. Other than other than Carr, who gets a head start on everybody. So we'll we'll see. Well, right. he he played his he played his cards. Cards. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. Boo this man. So the <laughs> boo this man. I will suplex you tonight, Randy. So, oh, hey. that ass. Bring it on, bitch. <laughs> cards like Raiders. You want to trade me? L L I G I M Dilly You sure about that? You just gave me that contract. What? And it means. You want some compensation for me? After benching me? Do I look like I give a fuck? Dilly gap. Nope. <laughs> you get you get nothing. And you like nothing. it. No soup for you. No soup for you. Uh-uh. Just release me. That's it. Might get a massive upgrade. Who? Raiders. Oh, even the Raiders? Rogers. Well, if they, if they get Rodgers. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we got we got time for that to play out. But anyway, uh, as always, keywords of sports and brew. Thanks for putting up with our crap and our humor and all that stuff. Todd, it was great to see you. Thanks for making it over for the Super Bowl, man. That was a lot of fun, and we were cracking up over you uh, randomly texting Shannon at odd intervals to talk smack. It was hilarious. Looking forward to <laughs> looking forward to Saturday night. I hope it's a good time uh, with the beers. I'm sure it will be. And uh, here's to Ant-Man and Quantumania and all that junk. Hopefully that's a good movie. Sarah, by the way, was like, oh, you're going to a movie tomorrow and you're trying to record tonight? You're going to be able to make it to the movie? I said, I'll be all right. <laughs> I said, I won't be up till three. And since it's two, I got to beat that. So we got to go. <laughs> all right, brother. So uh, any other takeaways, thoughts, wrap up, peace out, any other notes, news, whatever nuggets y'all done? No. I mean, here's to another NFL season in the books, and obviously we've got free agency next month. And you know what? New season. Props to Sean, to Sean Payton for telling Russell uh, Wilson's quarterback coach to get the fuck out of here. F-O-H. <laughs> fuck out of here, bitch. F-O-H. Fuck him. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and that made me laugh. That was that great. Made- that was like, great. He's like, nah. And I hope Rex Ryan is the DC there. I just want the fireworks. Fun. <laughs> They're the fi- saying it's it, it, it's he's the front runner. I I want the fireworks, man. I want the fireworks. Egos, man. Egos. Yep. Love yep, it. Yep. Also, uh, uh, raise a glass real quick to all the uh, all the fans that have been donating money to Jason Kelsey's charity following the Super Bowl. 
um, there was actually a, uh, a couple of tweets going around and they were saying to, to celebrate the chiefs win and, and thank, um, you know, obviously you got the, the two brothers, Travis and Jason, but, uh, Jason lost a charity in October with a goal of a hundred thousand dollars. And when they sent this tweet, it was at like just under 10,000. And so they had the suggested donation of $14 and 90 cents, which was, uh, Kelsey 6.2 and Kelsey 8.7, uh, which I thought was pretty funny to Jason yeah. Kelsey's charity, which I thought was great of the fan base, man. And so they've been raising money and donating money. So that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, uh, so far they've raised over $80,000 or at least as of February 15th, they've raised over $80,000 for Jason Kelsey's charity. We'll see what that finishes at, but that's a hell of a thing. So, there you go. Awesome. And they had some fun lines. We'll revisit some stuff. But anyway, from all of us to all of you, have a great week. Have a great weekend. And hopefully I can get this posted tomorrow. It depends on my work day. It might be Friday, so people will yeah. live. But anyway, uh, thanks for putting up with our crap. And we'll catch you on the flip side. And Lindy, we'll see if we can do a Tom Brady retirement episode for you at some point. <laughs> yeah, in 2028. 2028. Whitfield can't wait to debate with you. Can't wait. <laughs> anyway. All right, y'all. Go get some rest. We'll catch you on the flip side. And March Madness, here we come, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. Later, friends. Peace. Good night now. Late. Cunts. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Later, guys. All right. All right. Good night, fellas. See you guys.